0: Getting stoned at the upfront getting drunk at the upfronts. Whoops. Cheated on my wife.
1: Only happened once or twice.
2: excited. I'm excited. Me too. Daniel, are you worried or excited? I'm worried. Welcome everyone to Trailer Bar Podcast. I am Nathan. He is Daniel. We are cousins. Tonight's show could possibly blow your mind. You have to be worried or you have to be excited. You have to choose a sign. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. My lesbian
0: is very strong. I take back everything I said earlier about puzzle pieces and vision. You can go fuck yourself.
2: wish you could hear the sound of my jaw dropping. <laughs> are you listening? Are you fair enough as a person that we should have even ground? Christ's sake. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. Sad Sack Studios
0: presents a Trailer Park Podcast presentation of The Upfronts 2017, the CBS edition. How are you tonight, Daniel.
2: <laughs> why, why are we talking <laughs> like we're on old-time radio, Nathan? Because CBS is your father's network. That's right. And to get into the mood, into the spirit of your father's network, CBS, the Upfronts, uh, Satsack Studios, Trailer Park Podcast Edition, Um, we're using uh, 1950s-style microphones.
0: Yes, and we also brought with us someone to uh, bring us coffee and, and do things for us and tell us uh, what an Upfront is. Intern, what... What's an upfront?
1: Well, uh, an upfront is when studio executives at networks <laughs> try to get advertising in between their shows. So they're pretty much pimping their shows to get advertisers to be like, "Yes, we want to play our ads during your shows.
2: We need some blow and some hookers." That mm-hmm. about to sum it up. Good job, sweetheart. Now turn around and show papa what you're working with, right? We're going like 1950 style interns. <laughs> We should all be smoking
0: cigarettes right now. Right, all of us. And whiskey. Yes. 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 And one of the first things that we do uh, is we revisit last year to discuss how accurate we are. And let me tell you, we're very accurate.
1: (laughs) According to last episode,
0: yeah. Uh, You watch your mouth. There's different ratios involved here, and there's a lot of success going on, Okay. Now, keep in mind, it is CBS, so you kind of start a little bit higher. You're prepared for CBS to take a greater, uh, not a greater, but a a longer look at things. They're not afraid to renew. You got uh, the strollers. The strollers? Yeah, people that
1: are in strollers, and it's harder to get away from the television. No, no, no.
0: Jesus Christ. Is your father in a stroller? Is that what you're saying? Oh, next week, probably. Jesus Christ. He was saying before the podcast started that his dad loves NCIS
2: yeah yeah all dads love NCIS
0: that's literally my dad's favorite show
2: yeah yeah
0: that and Forged in Fire it's got to be it actually that's a bunch of bullshit because Intern's staying with us right now and we turned on the TV yesterday when he wasn't here and guess what it had been watching what Forged in Fire yeah so who's watching Forged in Fire well me now as (laughs) well
2: Yeah, but did he infect you, or did you infect him?
0: No, he infected me. That's not
2: a channel I normally have
0: on. All I heard was infection, and it made Yeah, and I feel like it spreads sick. both ways. Yeah, yeah. sickening. <clears throat> Quickly. Anyway, uh, guys, here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to revisit last year. Uh, Kevin Come Wait, starring Kevin. What's that guy's name? Uh, Kevin Wait?
2: No. You fucking bastard. <laughs> God damn it. Intern. Kevin what? Kevin what? Is it, but he's not hesitant to describe him. Is he a person of color? Uh, he's a white guy. No. He's, he's a chunky guy.
0: Kevin uh, from King of Queens. Kevin. Ah.
2: The guy from King of Queens, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> the one the show's about. The, the one that we talked about it being a very, very similar yeah. show to King of Queens, basically just redressed.
0: Yeah, and something weird happened too. They 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 shit canned. The the girl that was on the show, his wife, I don't know how they're writing it in. I haven't watched the show in a long time, but uh, replacing her with the girl from King of Queens, yeah. the, the Scientologist girl, that, well, the
2: ex-Scientologist. Yeah, people saw through it right away, and the writers were just like, well, what? What are we, why are we even hiding it? <laughs> <laughs> Fact is,
0: Daniel went 3-7, I went 4-7, and yeah, it was renewed. They're going to give that shit tons of leash. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Good job, boys.
0: Uh, man with a plan. Daniel went one three. I went one two. That's with uh, Joey from Friends.
1: Yeah, and that uh...
0: Matt LeBlanc, and uh, that was renewed. Oh, So right. Daniel's got a wider berth there. He likes the wide berth with LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The little, the little LeBlanc wide berth. Well, it was tough, you know, especially <laughs> after how quickly Joey tanked after Friends. I think Joey got a couple of seasons. Um, have to
2: double check that. Intern, get on that. Uh, pure genius. <laughs> Do you remember Pure Genius? Mm. I don't know, boy, but boy about just a sexy 20-somethings uh, all hanging around uh, revamping an old traditional system. <laughs> it was about the kid who
0: started the state-of-the-art hospital, Augustus Prue or something. There
2: you, yep, fucking nailed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, he had a state-of-the-art hospital in uh, Silicon Valley and they were solving uh, health problems like nobody's business and he had a a side agenda because he had his own disease inside, and
2: yeah, didn't he have like a sexy magic little tablet that he carried around? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we
0: did. Yeah, and then the rooms of the of the uh, all of the patients had the ability to be optimized because having control over their environment made them heal faster.
2: Right. Oh, the lights in the ceiling
0: are uh, aligned to the chakras of a person that's laying in the bed. But this intern, pay attention. This is the catch-22 for CBS. See, we give it leash. Immediately, we're like, "Okay, CBS likes to renew things." Daniel goes two four. I go two three. They canceled that fucker after thirteen episodes.
2: Oh, a
1: big—that's uh... that's an X on uh, on the stain of the system.
0: You looking up Joey right now? Yeah, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. two years,
0: mm-hmm. two years, two seasons.
2: I feel like in that era, that was quick.
0: Yeah, probably. And I got a feel for Dermot Mulroney right now, because pure genius. So he was like, CBS, this kid looks hot. This is a cool idea. I'm finally going to have a job that doesn't end really quickly.
2: Right. But was it an attempt to bring in a younger audience? Because I bet a lot of the older NCIS audience were like, fuck off with this.
0: Oh, yeah. All the guys that are watching NCIS and CSI, they don't want to watch the health show unless it's got somebody with darkness. We talked about darkness last time. You need the main character to have some darkness. And, and they might
2: confuse it with that, like, autistic show. Right.
0: And if he's too... That's another point. He's, if he's too young, doesn't matter if he's autistic or a savant or good-looking with a weird, strange, odd disease. If he's not old, bitter, and full of spite for the world, then it's not going to work. They just need to regurgitate house and get it over with. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, MacGyver. Mm. Daniel went hard on this. 4'6". And I went one, two. I went safe because I didn't think that it would be able to establish itself in today's day and age when little tricks with Q-tips and paper clips just don't work. And I remember Daniel said, yeah, but that's just where you're wrong because it's just the kind of thing that will interest people now because things have gotten too technologically weird. So anyway, it was renewed.
2: My dad watched six episodes of MacGyver. MacGyver.
0: That's it? He battered out after six? Yeah. And it See, was... It was I was going to bring guy. this up
2: as well because I was using my dad as a strong gauge on CBS shows whenever I make predictions. And I remember him watching a few episodes of MacGyver as well, and I remember me being like, "Yeah, eh? my dad being like, "I don't know, I might go back to it." Yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck," <laughs> because only because of the guy from CSI. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. The counterpart. I forgot.
0: Not the main guy. The counterpart. Ah, uh, Bull. Remember Bull? Bull. That's yep. the guy from CSI picking juries and shit.
1: I feel like we have more of those sitting on tape. Oh, right, right, mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Daniel again went hard, 4-6. I went 3-5 because, yeah, this one does seem like it's a bit more of a unique idea, one that they haven't beaten to death, so there's some room to play there. And it was renewed, so who knows?
1: And it's got the NCIS guy. Did you say that?
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is him getting his own primary, though, whereas MacGyver, yeah. the CSI guy, is the counterpart. mm mm-hmm. uh, Training day, obviously canceled because Bill Paxton died, so...
1: Oh man, our, That's right. too bad.
0: Our fucking ratios mean nothing. And ours we, we said one two, both of us. We we piggybacked. Yeah.
1: Well, didn't they finish the first season?
0: Yeah, they did, I think. So but, you're right. <laughs> well you know, the interim brings up a good point, Daniel. Um they did finish what they had done, so I guess that means we are right. It also brings up a term called Or pig-
2: did we predict Bill Paxton's death?
0: This is too much sadness. It's too soon. I'm too sad. But maybe we did. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Hey, I like being right. Hey, that brings up a good term though. I use the term piggybacking. That's when one person says a ratio and the other one piggybacks, chooses the same ratio. There's also butt touching. Intern, explain what butt touching is.
1: Uh, butt touching is when,
0: let's say, you chose a uh, one two,
1: mm-hmm. and Daniel chose a two three. Mm-hmm. Your butts would be touching.
0: Do the ratios have to be the same? Like. A one season ratio in order to butt touch or can it just no, it can could they just be touch? like
1: a, a one seven and uh eight nine
0: that's not a butt touch
1: oh a seven nine okay
0: eight. yeah there you go that's that's a that's an interesting i guess there could be different interesting forms of the butt touch
1: that's what you would
2: call a long butt touch right and the only difference between them uh for the sake of the show is that it's you know different matters of pride so, of course, piggybacking, we're both choosing the same. That's sort of like a gentleman's handshake to be like, eh, this is kind of obvious. Um, uh, Butt touching is like, all right, I think you're in the right vicinity, but I'll take the riskier bet for the larger reward. And then, of course, an encapsulated prediction is when you take the smaller prediction inside of someone's weaker, wider prediction. Got to come up with a better term
0: for that. Yeah, fix it. We're
2: going to play around with that as the episode progresses
0: uh great and was the last one it was joel McHale as the uh straight
2: guy the outdoorsy Mm -hmm. fellow and i actually ended up seeing some of this show
0: yeah i watched some of it too the millennials and everything It, it i don't know if they had kept going it would have probably found itself to a certain degree but they canceled it after one season and we both started at two you went two three i went two six so daniel was more accurate in fact, that's that's an encapsulated prediction right there. Two six and a two three. That's a Mm hmm. I wedged it. <laughs> that's a yeah. Yeah, he wedged... it's yes. Yes. Instead of hedging your bet he wedged it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh it's called wedging and that is a severe wedge. That is cause a two six is a wide berth and uh two three is a is a tight wedge on a wide berth. It's a tight wedge on a wide berth. It sure <laughs> is. Woo! Oh ah, jargon. Oh, got it. We got it real quick too. I like that. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So we pretty much killed it.
0: Yeah, we did. We were right pretty much in all of it except for uh pure genius, but we went we started it too. We knew. You can tell. They don't get canceled very often and the ones that do get canceled, we were we were closer.
2: Yeah, it's scarier with CBS to choose one. Like, yeah. like other other networks are just like they freak out and just like axe it as yeah. soon as they start seeing negative social media feedback. CBS is like, eh, people will sit and watch anything. Let let it roll around again. I feel like tonight there might be some ones. Oh boy, <laughs> let's get into it. You can only renew so much stuff.
0: So, the CBS upfront started with Stephen Colbert because he's the new CBS frontman and. Uh, You know, he he makes some jokes, none of which were very memorable. And then he uh, tosses it off to the CBS sales chief, who says, In world of alternate facts, this simple truth holds. More people watch CBS than any other
2: network, period. Pretty bold.
1: Was that an alternate
0: fact?
2: Pretty bold. Advertising potential intensifies. And speaking
0: of bold, we're going to boldly go where they have gone many times before. Oh God. Star Trek Discovery is our first trailer.
2: (gasps) Star Trek Discovery. Here we go.
0: Captain, where are we going?
3: We have no map and you can't set a course without a star. It's hard to imagine. You've served under me for seven years. Commander Burnham. I think it is time we talked about you having your own command. Two To, to transport. Great unifiers are few
2: and far between, but they do come. Often such leaders will need profound cause for their followers to rally around.
3: What am I looking at? Object of unknown origin. We've come all this way, Captain. It would be irresponsible to leave whatever that is unknown. What have you done out there on the edge of Federation space? Computer, enable igniter. Contact Starfleet Command. We have engaged the Klingons.
2: You will never learn, Vulcan. Your tongue is too
3: human. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save all of you. You target its neck, cut off its head. Starfleet doesn't fire first. We have to. My people were biologically determined for one purpose alone, to sense the coming of death. I sense it coming now.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that is the patented sad sack snuff buzzer, uh, indicating that Daniel has locked in his ratio for Star Trek discovery.
2: Daniel what say you okay so the really unless they just want to draw things the fuck out they kind of wrote themselves into a corner here didn't they can they go longer than 10 seasons if it takes place 10 years before the uh, original series
1: of course time travel
0: well they can bring kirk and spock into it maybe by that time it's a huge franchise and oh my god here comes kirk
2: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm. I feel like this one's got some sort of weird ratio, like three nine or something. Or they shut this down after like four or five years, and they do another. One. I don't know. I'm more just sort of discombobulated because I'm disappointed. Like I wanted, I didn't really get into the other Star Trek television series, and I always figured like I should have been the kind of person that did. So I was going to try and hop on board this go around because I thought they were going to like go out in you know like past where other Star Trek shows existed so that they could just have, like, open reign on building a universe. And they went back. How can they do anything now? Well, how maybe can they it... introduce new species or new technology or new anything?
0: Well, they already did Voyager, and that was a ship lost in the middle of space and didn't know how to find its way home. Yeah. Does uh Do either of you know how long the
1: other Star Trek TV shows were?
0: Uh, Very long. I mean, well, Star Trek, the original
2: series, didn't last as long as anybody. That was like three years or something, right?
0: Yeah, it's shocking how
2: little it was, I think. Yeah, how big it became Mm -hmm. for how little it lasted.
0: Yeah, three seasons, 80 episodes for the original Star Trek. And then Next Gen, don't even know. It was like nine or... Yeah, it was way up there. Next Gen did really well. Uh, Deep Space Nine did very well. Voyager did less than that. Enterprise did okay, just okay.
1: Because I honestly feel like I'm—I only watched, have seen like random episodes of the first, and then I've seen almost all of the Picard era.
0: Yeah, next gen was mine, was the one um, I watched,
1: and I didn't see anything after that. So this just seems like it'll be however long Intern. any of those other ones lasted. Intern,
0: yes. Did you jerk off to Deanna Troy? No. Okay. Did you jerk off to Beverly Crusher?
1: No. Okay. I didn't have. Uh, but
0: he will.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, get ready to be more disappointed. Uh, this is after premiering, it's going to move to CBS All Access and be followed by a talking Trek show. Of course, I think this will be
1: a four-seven. All Access. What does that mean?
0: That means CBS All Access. That means you have to pay a monthly like five dollars charge to have access to it on your TV. It'll be like an app. in the, In the states, it would be an app on your on your TV.
2: So. Bizarre that they would do that because this show looks fucking expensive.
0: Well, they may change up. They may bring it back They'll to the main network. They'll move it back. It's gonna
1: be like seven seasons. <sighs> really? Four to seven. Really?
2: Mm. I yeah. feel like three. That part sounds right. <laughs> the other number, God knows. Three, five. Oh, I thought you're gonna I thought you're gonna set new press. I thought you were a trailblaze.
1: <laughs> this this three is gonna two. be a three twelve.
2: No, yeah, I thought he was gonna be like three fifteen. I don't know. Behind that paywall, that makes it sketchy. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think people are as into this as they think it is. I've seen quite a bit of floundering or mediocre to negative. But it's got Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Well, so maybe is, that's, that's why. That's, that's why there's enough. Uh, so three five. I'm, I'll, I'll go with that. Three five.
0: I'm going to wedge. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to touch butts. I'm going to go 2 3. No, I'm changing up. I'm changing rise. up. I'm going to go 2 4. 2 4, final answer, 2 4.
2: Whew, I need a wider berth. Yeah. 2 4. Are you daisy stepping me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what that is? is? that daisy stepping? Uh, uh, daisy stepping wedge wedging?
2: Intern, what'd you say? 1135? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: 1135, locking in. Okay. Uh, next trailer. Oh, wait. James Corden mocked CBS for boldly going where only six television shows and 13 movies have gone before. What's next? A reboot of Magui- of MacGyver?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh,
0: Next up is the early life of child genius Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Is that,
2: really the, is that the title? The early life of an early genius? Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Here. We. Go. Well, hello. A hush falls over the crowd as Cooper studies the board. He makes his move, and he solves the equation. The crowd goes wild. No bell!
3: no bells.
2: Howard, flashback sounds. I've always loved trains. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. In fact, if my career in theoretical physics hadn't worked out, my backup plan was to become a professional ticket taker, or hobo. And when I figured out that trains allowed me to prove Newton's first law, I felt like Neil Armstrong on the moon, alone and happy.
3: Shelly, dinner's ready. <laughs>
2: What the hell are you
1: doing
3: out there? George, language. What language?
2: I was exploring dimensional kinematics.
1: Admit it, he's adopted. How can I be adopted when I have a twin sister? Think, monkey, think. That's enough, now let's pray. A moment, please.
3: Um, Leave him be. He can
1: hold hands with his family, it won't kill him. We don't know that. Did you wash your hands for dinner? None of your
3: business. Hands to mittens. Thank you, God, for this food we are about to receive and bless the hands that prepared it. Amen. Amen. Everybody excited to start school Monday? How can I be excited when he's going to be in the same grade as me? Don't worry, Georgie, I'm not planning on being in the ninth grade
0: for very long. All I know is he's not in the same grade as me anymore. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Sad Sack Studios patented snuff buzzer, uh, indicating that Daniel has uh, seen enough of young Sheldon and he is ready to lock in his ratio. Uh, Daniel? How do you uh, how do you like the depiction of the Texan family?
2: Uh, yeah, it's a, They didn't really show much other than they have some maybe like a little bit of an accent and live in a ranch style house. That's all fine. I think I even knew that maybe his character came from Texas. Either way, I thought this was going to be like have the same sort of tone
1: as Big Bang Theory.
2: So I was all ready to give this like at least you know a big step up because I was like, oh fuck, people watch the shit out of that other show. So why wouldn't they watch this one? But what if it has a Joey effect and people are just like, yeah, we get enough of that character. We don't need to watch a little bitchy boy as well. Uh what two what? One one three? Mm, if one it catches, thing. it catches. But uh one three, that would that 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 trailer exhausted me.
0: That's a fair point. I do bring up that well. How many successful spin-offs have there been? Because Joey, in itself, was a spin-off. No. Yeah, it was. Two seasons. Uh, Frasier, big, like nine-season spin-off of Cheers. But that was a secondary character, so that was a bit more unique. This is the primary character being spun off to a different age. I don't know. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna rest on this kid. And at the dinner table, uh, I was like half in and half out.
2: Yeah. Know? so
0: is i like he's he's kind of got something going and maybe he maybe he grows that and they give him the leash to do so the
2: dad i like the dad i think that's gonna work out (laughs) dude did they like secretly market test this like did they have flashback episodes where they use oh this kid maybe maybe they did who
0: knows maybe we're ignorant I'm gonna say that there's got to be a minimum of two here, and I'm I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go two eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I was before I saw it. Now I'm like nah. giving myself a nice wide berth here. Want to make sure I'm correct?
1: I'm, I'll tighten up these ratios here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got a one three and a two eight. What are you doing? I'm gonna do a one two. Oh, he just wedged. Yes, Dude, he wedged me. I'm wedging Daniel. You fucking wedged your berth. Wow. Okay, fucking unbelievable. Okay, Uh, the next one's about Jews. It's called... (laughs) Jews. Here we... (laughs) It's called 9JKL.
2: 9JKL. Yes, sir. Here we go. There he is. Welcome back, Josh. Hey, Nick, what's going on? Ian, you not live in the same building as a real live TV star. Got any
0: movies coming out? No, my plan is to get back in the theater. You know, that's kind of why I moved back to New York. Oh, I heard it's because you lost
3: all your money in the divorce and you're staying with your parents for free. (laughs) Look at this baby. I just want to eat him and squeeze him and chew on his squishy little tushy. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Pretend we're not here. We just want to (laughs) watch. You're living next to your parents like a ten-year-old. You are also living next to our parents like a ten-year-old. Just until
1: the renovations on my Park Avenue duplex are done, it's gonna be sick. TVs and heated toilets
3: in every bathroom. The toilets have that water that shoots up. You know, if you aim just right, it gives your business a zhuzh. Oh. Welcome home. Hey, Eve. You're exactly where you should be. In the apartment we kept because we knew one day you'd get divorced from that cold woman who didn't know a good thing. <laughs> baby to look strange oh god
0: that is the sad sack snuff they know what
2: it is buzzer. <laughs> jesus christ what is this one two get this out of my face i know that guy too he's he's I like cart that guy around for shows like this like royal pains on usa other yeah. ungodly one hour comedy drama <laughs> jesus christ one two
1: larry gay renegade flight
0: attendant oh
1: that, it is that, um, it is yep.
0: him,
2: yeah oh that's great yes just to
0: recap that is the patented sad sack snuff buzzer Daniel's locked in his ratio at one two uh I don't have that much leash for this flaming piece of garbage i uh I think the time has come to issue a zero zero point five wow for cbs i I can't even deal with this at all this is absolute trash
1: I think uh people like my mom will like this
0: so I'll give it a two three two three you're touching butts with Daniel Mm. it's
1: my favorite
2: thing to do I'm going rogue yes like all the incestual anal sex conversation that was going on yeah I just Uh, can't handle it I can't
0: I can't do it next up we have a tech innovator creating a cutting-edge crowdsourcing hub to solve his own daughter's murder as well as revolutionizing crime solving in San Francisco
2: (laughs) here we go revolutionize everything
0: (laughs) it's wisdom of the crowd
2: wisdom of the crowd (laughs) W- wisdom of the crowd. Here we go.
3: Hey, Dad. I know I probably don't say this enough, but I love you. Jeffrey is over. Mia's killer's in prison. You know what I can't stop thinking about? Hmm? Running through those waves. You remember that before we split up? You need to stop doing this. Nothing that you do is going to bring our daughter back. You're watching a
2: live feed from All Sorcerer headquarters in Silicon
3: Valley, where Jeffrey Tanner has called a press conference. Thank you. I just signed an agreement giving up ownership of Allsorcer. So the rumors are true. I'm out. The question you're all probably asking yourself is why. Next week is the one-year anniversary of my daughter Mia's death. More accurately, her murder. They caught and convicted a former addict named Carlos Ochoa. The only problem is this. I think they got the wrong guy. More evidence would emerge if a platform existed for it to come forward. I have created that platform. I call it Sophie. And as of right now, it is active. Sophie is real-time crowd-sourced crime solving. It is a hub where people can submit and dissect evidence. The courts they can only do so much. The rest is up to us. I'm offering a powerful incentive, $100 million, to anyone that can help identify or apprehend the killer of my daughter. Holy crap. Good luck. Detective Kavanaugh, thank you for coming. I was sent. There's a difference. What the hell is this? Welcome to the hive, detective. This Sophie Webb thing, what does it do exactly? There was a scientist. He asked 800 people to guess the weight of a prize-winning ox. No one could get it exactly right. But then, when he averaged in, all of the answers, they were dead on. Within a half a pound. That's what it does. Wisdom of the crowd, huh? This is where we maintain the Sophie CrowdTech database and monitor the platform. Mm
1: -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the sad sack snuff button. Patented approved. Meaning that uh, Daniel has locked in his score. Daniel
2: uh Damn. yeah my dad will watch the shit uh watch the shit out of this <laughs> uh, honestly what's funny was i was like just as a dick i was so i was just gonna hit the buzzer like five seconds into this thing <laughs> <laughs> but then i saw piven and i was like piven i haven't seen your ass in a while they let you back into hollywood i thought you were hated Ah, uh, he's got some fake hair on i like uh, i like piven i'm a i'm a piven fan no i like piven too and I, but I also understand why everyone hates them. I like I give both sides. Um, yeah, I might watch a little bit of this. <laughs> I just want to see what the fucking Sophie bullshit looks like in action, and uh, maybe get some Piven quips in there. I don't know. What do you think? A three, four? Sounds rational.
0: Um, I'm gonna say that this reminds me of Person of Interest, but
2: without the Jim Caviezel character. Right. There's no like sad Jesus walking around.
0: Right. There's nobody that walks around kicking ass. There's just, just a sad guy walking around. Uh
2: this cop that's
0: been assigned to him, which I guess is supposed to be the ass kicker, but he's not really an ass kicker. There's no darkness to him. The darkness is inside Piven about his daughter. I like to ask where this is going to go. I mean, once you find your daughter's killer, what do you do then?
2: Oh no, there's there's secret potential in this show because they can branch off into like splinter stories constantly that like we're this searching for his daughter overlaps with another crime that they solve in the meantime
0: yeah that'll that'll be the basic rollout uh, most of the time I think but then what if you know his wife's killer is actually part of a bigger organization and that it's no longer just taking down one Individual, it's taking down an entire organization, and then it becomes about
2: Sophie or wisdom of the crowd versus this huge organization. Right, and then his daughter won't actually have been kidnapped; she would kidnapped herself because she's like a secret anti-technology anarchist. <sighs> she could, mm-hmm. and she leads a group to take down Sophie because it's fascist.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna wedge. Um, I'm gonna wedge and possibly, uh, I'm gonna do a daisy step wedge uh, for. Five. No. Nope. <laughs> I
2: thought nope. you were I thought you were weaker on this show than I was.
0: Well, I've been convinced. Actually no, I'm gonna do a full uh bear hug. I'm gonna go two five. Ooh, bear hug, all right.
1: Bear hug.
0: That's that's fully encompassing. That's yeah. what that is.
1: I can you uh say that this looks like a worse version of the circle? One two. <laughs> One two.
0: Buckle your shoe. And number five. Okay. Well, there you go. Little uh a little uh, distrust over here. Doesn't like Piven. I see. Like
1: you know,
2: him. you could probably cut your hair in a way to make yourself look like Piven a little bit.
1: Yeah, he does look like me.
2: Then we can like reenact. We can make a home video version, a reenactment of PCU.
1: Yep, could definitely do that.
2: Ethan, <laughs> of course, David Spade. I will be. Uh, I guess. I guess I have to be John Favre And Favreau. Favre. Favreau. Favreau. I like to say Favreau.
0: Then, like the then, like talk, then talk Then about Brett Favre. Brett
2: Favre. Okay.
0: The next one is a comedy examining one man's life over a 50-year span. It explores three distinct periods in his life as a 14-year-old in 1991, a 40-year-old in present day, and a 65-year-old in 2042. It is me, myself, and
2: I. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> Here we go.
3: My name is Alex Riley, and this is the story of my life. Now, in
0: order for you to get the complete picture, I should probably start with...
3: The day that changed everything.
2: As an only child growing up in Chicago, I had two major obsessions. One was inventing
1: stuff. The other was Michael Jordan. Yes! Yes! Whoa! Hey, honey, you know that pilot I've been seeing? The one from LA? He asked me to marry him. And just like that,
0: I was forced to live in a house smack dab in the middle of Laker country. That wouldn't be the worst day of my life. Not by a long shot. Dad, where's my lunch? Oh
3: boy, leaving my daughter's lunch on the kitchen table isn't the bad thing I was talking about.
0: Sarah! Sarah! This is.
2: Sarah! Oh, Oh, yeah,
0: Yeah.
2: yes. Well, at least when life hits rock bottom, things can't get any worse, right?
3: Wrong. When you're ranking life-changing days, it's hard to top the one where you almost die. (laughs) But our life stories aren't defined by the things that happen to us.
0: They're defined by how we choose to deal with them.
2: I'll admit I have dealt with some things better than others.
0: I think I just lost my appetite forever. (laughs) Whoa.
3: That sucker's always been a little wobbly. Just slip that napkin back under the leg there, would you?
0: Actually, I think I got something better. The Alex Riley adjustable table wedge, patent pending. Works on the same principle as a carjack. Sweet! You should bring your wedge to school, honey. Eh, wrong. You can't let his identity be inventor nerd. But when I grow up, I'm gonna come up with an idea that'll change
3: the world.
2: The switchfork.
3: This sushi looks so good! Oh no! Yum! Arigato, switchfork! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so it wasn't the idea that'll change the world. We'll get them next time, right? Dude, your life's a mess. A defined mess. Sarah got the house. Yeah, but I got to keep my patents. You're living in my garage. Pant-free. So I no longer have a man cave. No, you do. There's just another man living in it. And now you only see Abby twice a week. So you're going to be okay? When have I ever not been? Well, there was that time you were super depressed and lived in a garage. It was a two-car garage, and you thought it was cool. I was eight, and I was humoring you.
2: Wow. Hey dad <laughs> Whatever I hear
0: Snuffed <clears throat> By the Snuff box The sad sack snuff buzzer Patent pending um, That means that Daniel has locked in his ratio For me, myself, and I Daniel, what's going
2: on with this show? Strange Cause on the surface I like just did not care at all and the name was so uninspiring (laughs) that i'd given up on it but i like oddly i like the actor that is the kid i like bobby moynihan and i like john larriquette so i like each of the iterations of this guy's life you know the actors playing the different pieces of his life and weirdly i'm intrigued by seeing how they just nonchalantly play off 2042 (laughs) in like a comedy setting that seems so strange like what balance do they hit do they have flying cars do they go full jetsons do they just go barely modernized 2017 so they don't draw too much attention i'm curious yeah I, what i saw of
0: 27 2042 didn't look very different The the uh, restaurant looked the same the podium didn't look all that futuristic
2: that larryquette L- L- was standing at yeah so there's like i don't know it's an interesting premise to this show. An interesting premise that I think will give it a second season. And then, you know, people will be like, oh, yeah, that show's still on. Uh, and after three. Two, three. Two, three. Nice play.
0: I'm going to say that I'm confused about how the show is going to work. Is it going to be one story that cascades across all three and hits some sort of mark with all three of them? If so, is th- is this a half hour show? What is this?
1: It really seems it's like
0: it's It's a thirty-minute show. Are they going to be able to cascade across three different storylines and have them all connect on one premise for each episode? I don't see it.
1: Doesn't it feel like this show is going to build up and then they'll each of them will invent the new thing that they invent for that time period? What do you do at the end of that? This isn't going to be more than one season.
0: I don't know, but it's it, it it's unique. It's a unique one. It's a unique concept, and CBS is known for giving leash, and you're just Look, here, let's look at the creator of the show. What else has he done? 1-1. Oh, Malcolm in the Middle, producer. Oh, Rules of Engagement. Go fuck yourself. This is a fucking... (laughs) 5-8. All right, what are you giving it? A 1-1. A (laughs) 1-1. Wow. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with my cousin on this. I'm going to say two, but I'm going to give it a bit more leash. I'm going to say two, four. Done. I think it's has got room to breathe. Done. Exactly. Next up, the lives of the elite Navy SEALs as they tra- train, plan, and execute the most dangerous high-stake missions our country can ask. And our country means the United States
2: of America. It is SEAL Team. Oh, that, that's the whole thing? SEAL Team. Here we go.
1: Tell me about the operation of last December. Jackpot.
3: probably
1: 2, hold one. Go! Go! Mr. Hayes. Oh, look at that.
3: Time's up. It was just starting to get really good. I miss seeing you guys. Sucks that's the way it works. And if any of us thought there was even a chance you two weren't going to get past this, we'd all be taking it pretty hard. (laughs) Hey, Daddy. Emma's recital is this week, and I know she won't say anything, but it would mean a lot if you could just be there. I'll try. I'll try. Go, be safe. We have an opportunity to snatch Abu Samir. Yes, I know some of us have been down this road before, but for those of you needing a refresher, he's a high-level ISIL commander, responsible for dozens of attacks in Iraq. He's got 20 years of gold floating around his head. Names, addresses, and if you can bring him to me still breathing,
2: I'm going to get it all. We're going in the same way we're going out. That's what
3: Choppers. RPG, 12 o'clock. We're going to come straight up the valley. We're going to buzz the compound. We're going to drop right down
0: on them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the patented sad sack snuff buzzer indicating that Daniel has seen enough of, um, what is this, SEAL team? And has locked in his ratio,
2: Daniel. See, I don't like that part either. Because yeah, I've definitely decided that I'm done. I haven't locked in my ratio yet. I gotta <laughs> talk it out. <laughs> okay, I'll say is
0: ready to talk it out from now on. I apologize. Are you ready? Uh, okay, well let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. David Borean, how do you say his name? Boreanis. Yeah. From Angel, isn't that what he's from?
2: Yeah, and uh, uh, what's that show with the that sister uh, Bones?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he sells me physically as someone who could be
2: a Navy SEAL, but I don't know. He plays a demon, an FBI agent, Navy SEAL. It's right in there. Yeah,
0: sure. It's in there. Um, I don't know, though. It's going to be like Mission and then
2: going in. And this this looks like a high budget. This better get ratings or they're going to axe it, no? Yeah, it seems that way. That's kind of why I let the trailer go on for a little bit because I was like, wait, where's the episodic formula? This looks a little bit too dramatic. It's like my dad would be into like, oh, they got a different mission every episode or every few episodes. But if there's all this like deep drama in between, I don't don't know. But it seems like such a perfect, you could see a CBS producer seeing this on the docket, just reading the generic title SEAL team and just thinking, oh, this is automatically going in the lineup it's like
1: an updated uh, 24
2: sure mm-hmm. could be except it's just gonna be this
0: group of Navy seals and their problems with their family and like he he's gonna be like look at him he's sitting there talking to a psychologist and he's not saying anything mm-hmm. oh time's up it's it it's serviceable but it's not crushing it
1: I'll just wait till one of them gets niceened and they gotta get their kid back
0: i don't know something's bugging me about this something the way he arrogantly puts his feet up on the table because he's the leader of the seal team just bothers me (laughs) i think this is gonna have a long run boys okay well why don't you uh why don't you lay down your ratio then fuckface? here we go do it i'm ready
1: one eight
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's not a confident ratio you said long run Someone yeah. who's confident that somebody's going to have a long run would be more okay, like... Okay, fine,
2: 4-8. Four, 4-8, eight. Four, eight. there you go. Oh, see, I was going to like sort of just uh, dance partners spin into your arms there with a 2-8 because I've been saving a wide spread this whole time because I didn't <laughs> want to abuse it, and I feel like this is the one. I don't know. I feel like they put so much money into this, they have to give it a second season just because, but there's a good chance it could stop after that. I'm going to go 2-5. Yeah, yeah. yeah let, me, let me bring it down to a 2-6.
0: Is that that's not a full bear hug? That's like a wedge. That's like a it's scr- like
2: a. I'm like I'm like giving you a hug. I'm like patting you on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> a butt pat
0: hug. Okay.
2: Like I went one extra season just to, just to so that I left us room for you to be
0: wrong and me to be right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Oprah Winfrey might be joining 60 Minutes. Really? Wow. Our voices have been heard. <laughs> um. An MIT grad student and a tech superstar bring a low-level Pentagon official a staggering discovery that an asteroid is just six months away from colliding with Earth. Salvation.
2: SALVATION! Here we go.
3: Of the 30,000 people who work in the Pentagon, fewer than 40 have clearance. I'm sure you understand why this needs to remain classified. NASA discovered an asteroid, Samson. Samson has the potential to collide with Earth in 186 days. Asteroid Earth. Boom.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't make the world safe for you.
1: I'm onto something that someone somewhere doesn't want public. I'm telling you sky is falling
3: this is the end.
0: oh that was short well there's also a catch 22 with this one um, it was for the summer right so it already aired most of it season finales tomorrow so we're starting at one guys. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't hear the patented sad sack snuff buzzer but we still need to talk it out anyway what do you think does it have legs oh. it's going to go beyond one
2: well, what's what's the finale does the asteroid hit uh, let's see here because if the asteroid hits then it's like a different show the yeah. next season right it's like a survival show instead of a yeah. preparation I'm going to
1: change the name to bunker
2: mm. uh,
0: I'm trying I'm reading the episode synopsis here to see asteroid is set clad with Earth in 186 days. That's the season premiere. So 186 days is established, and then I don't don't think the asteroid hits in the first season, Daniel. The season finale says, Harris, Grace, and Darius must topple the illegitimate government, and Darius makes final plans for the Ark. Oh, the Ark.
1: They're going to get on a spaceship and leave.
2: Yeah, they're going to prepare, and they're going to take out the illegitimate government. (laughs) Okay. Uh... A one-two. They might give them a chance to get that asteroid in here and let them build an arc and dick around for another season just to bring this thing to a conclusion, but uh, I am bored. I'm going to go one-three.
1: Uh, I will go with a
2: two-two. Two-two, <laughs> nice and precise. <laughs> Cause isn't it, can't you see it? It's going to be a whole bunch of like TV-level acting, uh, saccharine drama, people preparing for the end of the world and not being able to tell loved ones about it because of clearance or security. And then just watching a bunch of like 28-year-old pussy-looking people running like scientists that are super arrogant. God, toppling illegitimate governments. That crew? What a joke. Yeah, Deep Impact, the TV series. Basically. Yeah.
0: And all Uh, we want is Armageddon. No, we don't. We want Deep Impact, the movie. God. God.
2: No, we don't want any of it. Or so, I want to go to like the end of the world. I want to see what happens. What's there? What the, what's their take? How big is the asteroid? Is half the world died? Is ninety percent of the world die? I want to know. You don't have to put Stranger the asteroid. Land. You don't have to put the.
0: That's what it's about. What? Strangerland?
2: The end of the world?
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, you don't have to show on camera the asteroid impact. You can just, you know, do a creative little after the blast, you know, and then transition to a different world. Just have it totally black and
1: then try to burn everyone's retinas out of their eyes when it goes, like, super bright.
0: Yeah, like, the light kind of comes up and it just shows all the 28-year-old know-it-alls, like, dead
2: all over the place. <laughs> you just have... Yeah, you could do a subtle like that, I guess. Like, if I, like Because I'm sure you're counting down all the episodes. It's, like, day 100 to impact, day 94 to impact, and then day 1 to impact, and then just blacks out and then goes to one day after impact. If you fucking do that, that impact... The crescendo better pay off, otherwise canceled, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck it. All right, last one. Follows a locally born and bred SWAT lieutenant who is torn between loyalty to the streets and duty to his fellow officers when he's tasked to run a highly trained unit that's the last stop for solving crimes in Los Angeles.
2: SWAT. Oh, God, they made it a TV show. SWAT. Here. Here. We go.
3: All right, I want you to fill the gap, stay liquid. You with us, Hondo? Fill the gap, stay liquid. You're saying so damn much, Buck. I finally got it tattooed on my ass. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got rabbits. Situation's going south. I got him! God, I accidentally shot a kid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got a buck. Hey, kid. Look at me. Talk to me. Talk to me. What's your name? Raymond. Raymond. All right. You live here? Yeah. Me too. I grew up four blocks that way. Ambulance went to the wrong spot. They're still ten minutes out. This kid doesn't have ten minutes. Get him on the truck. You and me, we got this. We both fight together. What happened? Our neighborhood is all shut to hell. Not our bullets. What about the bullet in that kid? It was a split second call. Bullets were flying. Last night, 17-year-old Raymond Harris
1: was accidentally shot by SWAT team leader Buck Spivey. This morning, I terminated
3: Sergeant Spivey. Actions have consequences. Today, I am assigning Sergeant Daniel Harrells command of this unit. Buck, this is wrong. It was an accident. Not one that I would tolerate on my team. It's your job now. I'm at the crossroads of wrong and right. This is the third shooting here in the last six months. How many times have you told me there's a better way to do things here? Now's your chance to prove it. Hondo, I saw you got some big commotion. Does that mean that you can do something about what's going on? I am to try to. Well, I'll be watching.
0: Snuffed. Snuffed at two minutes. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, the usage of the patented um, Sad Sack Studio Snuff Buzzer has now begun the conversation, <laughs> um, <laughs> where we need to feel it out and talk it out how we feel about SWAT and how well it's gonna do. Daniel, Shamar Moore, Sh- Shamar No More, Criminal I- Minds.
2: Yeah, I don't. You know, who knows? I'm sure this, this. There's a chance this could do pretty well. It looks just so sort of generic SWAT team. I almost instantly just cut it off because I was like, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, but then <laughs> just something about the way they filmed that kid getting shot I was <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> and I let it go on for a while, and then yeah, of course it uh, devolved into where I expected it to go, which racial racial politics, and then. Uh, yeah, who knows? It's the SWAT stuff maybe works with the CBS audience. Some of the social commentary, maybe not so much. It depends. If they balance it right, could be successful. Uh, two, one, four. I'll go one, four. Hmm. That's a solid ratio. That's a solid
0: fucking ratio. I think that this is the one that you guys thought uh, the SEAL team was, maybe. Because this one's going to cost less. <clears throat> and uh, yeah I don't know that social commentary stuff nobody wants to watch a show about it they've they've proven that already
2: yeah no matter where you fall you're just like please
0: stop telling me no because yeah, but... there, was, there was a few shows last year that just got like immediately dismissed even that Chicago Justice got cancelled because <laughs> <laughs> it was dealing with these themes I don't know you start shooting little kids and making it about the social impact you said 145 that's what mm.
1: draws you in for the four episodes. No,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in front of my cousin and squeeze in behind him two three. Woo wanna be little spoon. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, sp- I'm gonna spoon with a two three.
1: Then what was yours,
2: Daniel? One, One four. four. Okay, I'm gonna go with a zero five. Oh! Ooh, I thought you were gonna go for an unprecedented 2.5, 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> no, mid-season two cancellation, almost unheard of. <laughs> uh, maybe next time. So zero five. So we are just. So yeah, we're we a fuck a bead. We are fuck a bead. And I'm in the middle. Oh, great dad. I'm in the fucking middle. Yeah. Yeah, I've you're like the innermost concentric circle. I get it all. <laughs> just take it all. <laughs> <laughs> I get. Every last bit of it.
0: And with that, we have completed the CBS Upfront Edition.
2: Yeah. What do you think, people? Are you excited? Was there that much to be excited about? I feel like a lot of it I've already forgotten.
0: Yeah. It was a weak fucking year. It looks like a weak year from CBS. The only good thing, really, Star Trek Discovery, and they're putting it on behind a paywall maybe wisdom of the crowd me myself and i could be interesting the rest of it i just couldn't give a rat's ass about it. especially the young Sheldon. i'm kind of ho- cheering for it to fail yeah <laughs> i don't want it to succeed because then they'll do more you have to think about what it means for it to succeed that means that if Young Sheldon does incredibly well, they're gonna look at every fucking goddamn sitcom that does well and try to do a spin-off with age-related spin. Yeah, maybe that's the new thing,
1: so that they don't <sighs> have to do remakes oh, God. and repeats. And
2: oh God. it'll it'll be it'll, um, that almost makes too much sense because everything happens in cycles. And that was a big part of the early '90s was like, let's just babyfy everything. So like, baby Jetsons, baby Flintstones, baby, baby Muppets, puppet babies. Like, just they did that to everything. They're gonna do that now.
0: Tiny Toon Adventures, come and join the
2: fun. What's the other big sitcom those people liked? Uh, friends? Not Friends. Uh, it has a... I can't remember any of their fucking names. Mark and Mindy? No. Nope. Everybody well, loves Raymond. Sitcoms, contemporary, just like Big Bang Theory, but it's they. That 70s Pat, show? Patrick Neal. Oh, House. How I Met Your Mother. There you go. Yeah, they're going to do that, but they're all babies. And they're going to go, wait for it. That could no. He's
0: right though. Put a bottle.
2: Legendary.
0: Except they would do it with. Legendary. They would do it with young Barney, right? Right. Mm. It would be young Barney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. No. That no. I, Baby fuck. Barney. Damn. I physically feel ill now.
1: Mommy, put on my yeah. suit.
0: CBS way to fucking let us down this year. Last year was way more interesting. Look at all the renewals you got last year, CBS. You just fucking mailed it in. Ugh. Oh. Mm. Maybe they're they're banking on last year. Maybe. Maybe. Who cares? Why don't you uh
2: But they're secretly like just like they go like they use our predictions like the Bible? It's <laughs> like no, no, according to them it has to go at least three or else one of them will be wrong and everyone's like oh, no, they can't be wrong. So they just push a shitty show. <laughs> what are they
0: uh what does Trailer Part Podcast have to say? Our, uh, sorry, I mean uh Sad Sack Studios presents a trailer part podcast presentation of the CBS Upfronts twenty seventeen. And thank you for joining us. For SATSEC Studios Presents, a Trailer Park Podcast production of the CBS Upfronts 2017. Follow me on Twitter, at t Podcast. Follow Daniel, at SATSEC Studios, or at 100Lunatics. Follow The Intern, at the Intern TheInternTPP. com. Get with it. Get on it. We'll blow your mind.
2: And join us next time for... Fox. 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 You know, yeah.
0: NBC might be coming later this year because they're fascist bastards, which... If you didn't under, if you didn't hear about that, go back and listen to the ABC episode. <laughs>